Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Greetings, Maltopians. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Maltopia podcast. To better engage with you, we'll soon be launching our new Discord. So be sure to sign up for our newsletter at maltopia.com for the invite link and a small thank you gift. And to receive early access to podcast episodes, bonus video content, and more, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash Maltopia.
Watch our welcome video and scroll through to find public posts that give you a sampling of what you can expect as a patron. Check out our artwork on Instagram and DeviantArt. Connect with us on Twitter and Facebook. And as always, thank you very much for your support. Enjoy. Deadwitch lay in the mist like a relic abandoned to the bottom of the sea, its vitality lost to brighter days, host to strange life. And much like any underwater ecosystem, it served as a stage for big fish eating little fish. Although this contest awarded the big fish the distinct honor of merging with the little fish, rather than simply digesting it. No more emblematic of this process were the unfolding events tucked inside a small house on Marvin Street where a collection of male sapiens huddled in terror. Fear of death is a ubiquitous apprehension, though the fear of being eaten alive serves as one of the most undesirable paths to that outcome. The collection of dead witchers found itself leaderless, and thus largely hopeless. Their lack of a plan to combat the monster circling the house like a hungry shark was merely the quickest route down its many throats. The creature seemed to thrill in its role as predator, whispering through the olden structure's glassless windows as it passed. You will all achieve a lasting unity with one another once you've been combined with the contents of my belly. Your minds will visit the outer spheres and return with an everlasting hunger you will delight at indulging again and again. Appetites without end. The monster was a mass of conflicting, horrible shapes, more a collection of atrocious things than a single entity. Whenever it was visible to the shivering throngs, it appeared like a gliding cloud of toothy, lit-eyed things that spoke in a unified voice. The gathered Malsapiens coiled their various and sundry abilities, readying themselves for a battle they felt certain to lose, until a new voice crooned from the mists. Hunger is no mean force, to be certain. Taken in its most universal sense, it is a passion for completion. Indeed, it may have been the source of all passions, each one persisting to accomplish no less an ambitious goal. For what is love itself, if not the hunger for the soul's completion? Hate if not the rapacious appetite for annihilation. And then there is vengeance, 
the want to devour the bitterest of inequity, to be made whole again within the spirit of justice. It is this last hunger that moves me even now, though I am not so primitive as to send out slavering maws in search of trembling flesh. No, mine is the refinement of the art of consumption. You might even say, it's fine-tuning. Keith's song rose into the night as a sonic devil, invisible and inevitable, merciless. It was every bit the monster as the thing it sought to devour, wicked melodies for enfolding scaly flesh, dark notes and ravening themes serving as its lethal venom glands and acidic digestive organs, crescendo and crashing cymbals for sharpest claws and dripping teeth. Accordingly, perhaps, the Carnivian responded to the composition as if it were a physical attacker, its many mouths and hooks and claws and spines striking out at the music-filled air, hoping to find a killable opponent. Keith's song descended like a whirlwind of demonic piranha, tearing at the thing from multiple angles, flensing its alien flesh from its multi-segmented body, singing a song of dismemberment and mutilation. The Carnivian reconfigured its body, its malleable flesh reshaping itself, pulling the more disparate parts into a consolidated whole. The new shape was roughly humanoid, save for its massive size and barracuda-like features, and something thoroughly alien that altered the overall feel of the creature, from something aberrantly earthly to the definably otherworldly. The Zotha's new shape seemed not to avail itself of the song's onslaught, the crashing notes smashing the beast through the trees and raking it across the jagged earth. Heath stepped without the wheeling arms of fog, his smile like a beacon in the dark, long blonde hair outlining the breeze. He called out to his fellows trapped in the house, and they came like whipped dogs seeking shelter. The conductor did not begrudge them their fear. These were neither monsters nor warriors for the fact of their unearthly aptitudes, simply victims of the machine. And while that definition hung upon his own frame quite snugly, he was one of the few Melsapiens who had transcended the mere sum of their melgenic parts, an orderly and sonic composition of killing notes. The world trembled, and Keith and his ragtag of fellows retreated up the street, away from a new shape that began smashing upward from the earth breaching mountain of bone and encrusted gore, crisscrossed by thick, vibrating strands of reddest muscle tissue, sent clouds of dust and chunks of debris far into the sky. While creaturely in its construction, the emerging object bore a greater resemblance to a massive vehicle of some kind, a troop transport made from hives and caves and flesh and bone. It took up nearly the entirety of the west end of the city, overturning entire blocks to make way for its immense, pulsing bulk. In the wake of its earth-shattering appearance, the ensuing silence was pregnant with menace. The sound of the organic construct was not unlike that of a pounding heart, exuding a hellish rhythm that confirmed its living nature. In moments, the fleshy enclosures of the vehicle began to part and lift and slide away, exposing legions of ready monsters poised to leap from the precipitous living colossus. Their collective cacophony made Keith's jaw tighten for the unrelenting dissonance. He was eager to cobble it into a killing song and return it back down the throats from whence it came. 
but another had plans of his own. The laughing that descended the darkness and fog above the gigantic troop carrier was as much music to Keith's ears as any of his own construction. The dead knot had solidified from his own mists and now plummeted from the sky like a pale, undead comet. The giant's fists came smashing down upon the Carnivian construct, and the earth roared its disapproval. The huge vehicle cracked open, yielding to strength beyond the grave, and the once eager legions of loping, voracious things were blasted away from the shockwave. Ignoring the monsters that swarmed him, the dead knot tore free a gigantic section of the living vehicle and lifted it above his head. Alien gore spilling across him, a rictus grin assuring one and all a swift and brutal passage into death. The ghastly passenger brought down his immense freight, a pale atlas letting go the sky. Another earthquake followed a clap of detonating thunder, and the vehicle buckled like an overburdened pack mule, its long back snapping inward. With gleeful abandon, the dead not beset anything and everything. Rending, smashing, and pounding all unfortunate enough to lurk at hand. It seemed uncanny even to Keith that a single creature could harrow so massive an object with such casual, annihilative aplomb. For the briefest of moments, the conductor found himself believing Cromwell's boast, that he was all the strength passed beyond the gates of death. Despite the undead juggernaut laying waste to it, the Carnivian conveyance continued to release throngs of monsters. The city streets soon surged with the shapes of hunger made flesh, their numbers rushing into the mist to hunt, kill, and absorb. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As more Malsapiens ran to him for safety, heads bowed as if caught in a downpour. Keith finally admonished their timidity calling upon them to do what it was they were reborn to do. The machine made us to suffer. This much is assured. But let us not discount how such as ourselves have been remade to entreat this world. For though we are doomed, we are also doom itself. And now is the time to prove this to our enemies, if not ourselves. For not a one of us will leave here alive if we do not kill every one of them. Slowly, fearfully, the Malsapiens began lifting their powers from despair. Like children wielding flamethrowers, they clumsily aimed their respective fires, and a menagerie of cursed powers erupted into and across the city as the growing band reached down and accepted what the machine had made of them. Deadwood shook with apocalyptic fury, and the throngs of howling creatures learned of doom. As the dead knot broke apart yet another portion of the Carnivian transport, exposing a sprawling labyrinth of bone and muscle, Mars charged inside, his war hands leaking long claws and the blood of his enemies. The Warbringer surged through the crowds of feral lunatics, seeking out the best they had to offer. He was beyond restraint giving himself over entirely to the warring spirit. He drank from the burning wisdom of bygone ages, where the mastery of war goes when it dies, pilfering from soldier after warlord after general. Even the wildest, most frenzied Zotha could not stop him, his killing techniques millennia old, honed upon the bones of thousands of fallen armies. He hunted the leader of the monsters to sup upon its violence. Hugging the next flesh and bone turn in the maze of meat, he came upon a rolling immensity of sallow flesh and ivory armor, its body covered in drooling, skinless muzzles of corkscrewing teeth, eyes burning hungry, yellow, and mindless. Its first lunge was meant to level giants, yet it missed Mars entirely, ramming into the throbbing wall. The living edifice broke apart like an encrusted wound, spilling a foul-colored ichor across the floor and nearly covering the corpulent Carnivian. Channeling the warring spirit into his weapon, the warhands melted into the shape of a massive harpoon, its tip agleam with the fires of war. The monster howled through an almost perfectly circular mouth lined with stalactite teeth, lunging its enormity at the red-shadowed Malsapien. 
Mars leapt above the thing's charge, flipping end over end, each rotation building momentum for the moment he unfurled and delivered his weapon deep into the creature's yellowed throat. The burning blade disappeared into the Carnivian's bulging folds of flesh. Still holding the spear, Mars kicked his feet upward, bracing them against the pliant ceiling. Thrusting himself downward with all his strength, the harpoon exited the thing's bowels, pinning it to the flinching floor. A septic flood of putrescence sprayed from the creature as Mars changed his spear into a warhammer, smashing it down upon the thing's wailing head. With the monster falling still, the warbringer was off again, tearing down the halls, his shadow blazing red and fiery. With a terrible screeching sound, the ceiling disappeared as if ripped away by a giant hand. The analogy wasn't far off. The dead knot laughed as another massive peel of the predatory structure came away like gossamer in his massive hands, the pale light of his eyeless stare settling cold upon the burning warbringer. So little compares with the naked thrill of killing so many so often. Yes. Mars was beyond words but his smile conveyed all that was required. The world became an avian shriek as talons the length of trees dragged across the city like massive plows furrowing diseased soil. As the great clawed limbs lifted back into the mist-wreathed sky, the world below still twisted and tumbled from its passage. The downdraft from the behemoth's wings flattened the massive fog bank, and the creature was revealed. A baffling mixture of vulture and wolf partaking from each in sufficient quantities to afford the confusion. Its size was impossible, and the strange contrails that lingered after it passed suggested some method of biopropulsion via superheated gases. Twisting its chimeral body, it aimed clusters of searing eyes over its shoulder, turning its vast bulk toward the gathered Malsapiens for another pass. The shadow of the invader fell long and inky over those parts of the city that still stood a black lake of darkness that threatened to flood the world. Mars leapt up next to the dead knot atop the ruined transport and looked out over the city. He could feel fires he'd never known licking up the sides of his soul, his power having been granted exceptional license during the battle. The warring spirit swelled beyond the borders of his body and challenged the dark floodwaters with its own overflowing abundance. The once wilting masses of Malsapiens, who only moments before cowered at the sight of the approaching monstrosity, now stood fully upright, aiming deathly stares at the incoming Carnivian, their shadows burning red. Unified in their now collective mastery of war, the gathered Dead Witchers cast their deadly gifts into the air, each landing with expert precision, each calibrated for maximum devastation. The storm of forbidden power struck the beast from the sky, its body bursting and burning from dozens of machined energies. It collapsed like a shrieking, fiery avalanche into the woods. Smoking trees and cracking boulders flung skyward in the hundreds as entire acres of forest were swept clean and smoking in its wake. The rumbling thunder of the crash slowly groaned to silence, yet the distant sound of bones breaking and flesh ripping followed close behind. Mars could feel the coming retaliation like a regiment of approaching tanks. Everyone, take cover. Now.
From the smoldering ruin of its fall, the massive Zotha rose anew, its body fashioned for ground war. Standing upon two sturdy limbs, its alien physique slathered in the stolen flesh and features of wolf and vulture. It did not dash forward, but inhaled such that it stirred the smoking air of the city into a gale. Grumbling and snarling from the pits of its stomach, it exhaled. Rivers of gray flame roared from its gaping mouth, devouring everything in its path. Mars watched as several hapless Malsapiens were consumed by the conflagration, their skeletons denuded of flesh as if by drooling ferocious maws rather than the routine powers of flame. Leaping back down into the carcass of the mutilated vehicle, Mars avoided the rushing tides of the blaze as it poured overhead. Even above the roar of flames and screams of the dying, he could hear the dead knot's laughter. <laughs> I am no respecter of fire, creature of any kind. But I wonder if you will prove as disrespectful to this. He wrenched free yet another impossibly huge section of the dead conveyance. Its exoskeletal armor shattering, blood spewed from severed arteries and muscle tissue snapped like thick cords of red rubber. The pale goliath lobbed the thing at the fire-breathing Zotha, and the mammoth projectile's slow tumble through the sky made it seem like it drifted weightlessly upon a breeze. Crashing into its target, it revealed the force it concealed so well, toppling the Zotha. The monster disappeared in a plume of dust and debris. The dead knot's laughter boomed across the city, drowned out only by the giant creature's collapse to the earth. Ah, <laughs> now that is respect. Mars kicked a hole through the living wall that had all but stopped breathing, entering the streets from below. He scanned the gray burning spaces for any sign of Keith, relieved to see the conductor strolling from behind a flaming building, several Malsapien in tow. Where to now, oh great god of war? Keith called out above the howling fires, his signature smile fully reinstated, despite his recent brush with death. We need to make sure the old man made it back to his place, and then back to Lynn, Mars replied sidestepping a growling length of twisting flame. But we're gonna need to get through all this fucking fire first. The hungry inferno spread wide and caterwauling across the city, suddenly went silent, and vanished. Blackened, collapsed houses piled themselves back into shape, burning in reverse. Broken matchsticks stood back up to become leafy trees, and the air went still. What fire? Came a small voice in the new silence. Mars turned to face Hazel, who seemed to have recovered the strength she'd lost reviving Keith. But there was something else to her now. Her eyes seemed different. Ancient. We'd like to take a moment to thank the following patrons for supporting this episode. Nick, K. Davis, G-Man, Andrew Knott, Thesis Ascendant, David Gregory, Noondu Toast, Ian Hagen, Jonathan Schenk, Kurt Kornfeld, Deborah Carpenter, and Sarah Anzalone.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.